It's Friday, June 17, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest happenings in Marvel, but also across, you know, like uh, other superpowered stories in all media that caught our attention. Uh, and when I say we, I'm referring to my special pair of, well, I guess it's a guest and a co-host. I think he's, I think he's entitled to be called co-host. So we'll get him out first. First up, the legend. Uh, that's I think he's returned his uh, you know to claim that that title uh, from being gone for a week. It's Ricky. Did I get a promotion to co-host now? I think you were always co-host, but like you know, just for can I put it on the resume? Sake. No. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. It's fine. <laughs> you can. Um, yeah. Welcome back. Thank uh, you. We had a we once again thanks to Frank uh, for kind of filling in for you, like. I really just doubled up on guests last week so that uh, it didn't feel as lonely. Yeah, my uh, presence requires two extra people. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> it would just be one person, really, because I already had a guest. But yeah, <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, I'm, I, I think you had a fun trip. Mm -hmm. Was was it a birthday trip? It was a little was? birthday trip down to Texas. Um, good to see friends. Good to see family. It's hot as shit down there. Every time I'm down there, I love it. It's it's always a fun time, but I'm always reminded why I don't live there. The funniest thing is, even though you were doing all that, you still managed to show up drunk on our show last week, too. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to make the quota, so. You had to make the quota? We needed one unruly uh, commenter, and I noticed we weren't getting that, so I had to fill in the slot. Oh, uh, I see, I see. Well, uh, speaking of unruly commenters, um, I believe... Our next guest actually has been on this show. I always say this, but I think it's still true. He's been on the show, I think, more than any other guest that we've had. And it's probably because he's always down to nerd out. It's Clark. Hello, everybody. And yes, always down and always enjoy my time on the Den Excelsior. Thank you for having me again. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, the other, The other reality of it is just like, it's a it's a big ass sometimes that we make you watch a bunch of nerd content right before <laughs> getting on this show, and uh, I, I think this 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 next few weeks is kind of a big ass for a lot of our guests. But uh, at least one safe week was. I'm pretty sure that Clark was already going to watch Miss <laughs> Marvel yeah. and the boys, anyways. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that hard to get you to do it. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's what our show is going to be tonight. We're going to be putting the spotlight. On the second episode of Miss Marvel and uh, episode five of season three of The Boys, uh, we will have some other stuff that we do before we get to that, such as nerd news that Ricky's got prepared for us. A quick round of trivia. I promise quick. It's going to be quick this time. And uh, for those of you joining us live, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly. And if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash 10xmedia, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Patrons get exclusive access to chat with us, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. I got all that out of the way. I, it, was, I, was, trying to go, I was trying to go a little fast to get that out of the way. We can talk to Clark again now. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure all that was said so that people <laughs> can chat away in the comments and say whatever they want. And You can tell us what's been going on with you, Clark, what, what you've been up to since the last time you been on the show. Excellent. Um... Well, like like Ricky, I took a road trip uh, and stuff. So that was nice. Went and visited uh, folks uh, last week as well. Drove up through visit my sister in Vegas. Your your old stomping grounds, Dennis. 
and uh, uh, um, went up to Utah and visited some friends up there. I went to Evermore, which is their uh, kind of like their year round um, fantasy amusement park. And that Wait, was a lot of fun. What's a fantasy amusement park? Um, it's it's like um, it's not what you like mean. a Ren Fair that that's there. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, there's not rides, okay. but oh, I was just very. <laughs> it's a little more, you know, it's a little more LARPing than uh, uh, is than it Ren Fair, but better or worse than episode two of Hawkeye? <laughs> uh, I think it was better. I was actually very impressed with the acting <laughs> of, of of all the, the people, and if you got into it which I had a lot of fun with and stuff. So I joined the, uh, the, the um, guild of the Emerald sky where the dragon trainers and stuff. And that was, that was a lot of fun. And they have someone who has a, a really nice Muppet dragon puppet thing that comes out and uh, introduce and talks to people and you can hold dragon eggs and That's post pretty eggs. good place to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. like do it. Cause like, can't you do like the multiple wife thing in Utah? No. Right? No. Whoa, that was a that went that went real left field. Right? Can't you do that there? No. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, polygamy is, is still illegal in in, in all it's this. It's not stuff. as frowned but, upon uh, though, I think. But well, uh, there's the the cults in southern Utah that that might still be there, but okay. Uh, oh, Ricky. The, yes. Oh, Ricky. Ricky. That was Anyways. Yeah. You're, no, that sounds pretty fun though. I haven't been to a Ren Faire in a minute, so I, I'm dying to go back to one. Every time one comes around, I, I can never convince other people to go with me. So, um, Yeah, I could see that. I could see you <laughs> having a hard time convincing a lot of people to go with you. Yeah, anyway. all my wives <laughs> just, just don't want to go. When, so. when you just ask things Ugh. like, is it the multiple wives thing okay there? No. <laughs> hard, hard segue time. Should we do the news? We should. <laughs> yeah. Apologies, be... Clark. I was just trying to save us from whatever. <laughs> no worries. We'll go, we'll go no to our whatever. pivot. <laughs> but um, it's just, I'm just sad because I know what's coming up next. Yeah. Oh. So remembering Tim Sale. <laughs> It's like the hardest segue we had to do so far. I mean, um, I, helped, a, I helped her. Yeah. I helped her yeah. rip the bandage off. Comic book artist uh, Tim Sale passed away uh, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, but uh, well known, I would say probably most well known for his, his Batman covers, Batman and Superman for all seasons. I think Superman for all seasons is actually the basis that uh, they they uh, for Smallville, the TV show. Very loosely based, but um, that was kind of like the whole um, start of that show. But yeah, he's done an um, amazing amount of work. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of collaborations with Jeff Loeb, and some of the best stories for right. each of the characters he did ever. Uh, Batman: The Long Halloween's easily my favorite Batman story. Uh, Superman for All Seasons is pretty good. Spider Man Blue, Blue is an excellent excellent spider-man story daredevil yellow is also really great uh but yeah he's just done a lot of cool stuff throughout the years that it uh you know it's kind of sad like that you know we're getting older and and the people that we grew up uh you know uh reading comics to or whatever not to but 
you know, from mm -hmm. uh, their passing. It's their time yeah. now. And so it's really. I mean, Jack Kirby was already gone when we were, you know, coming up. So, yeah. And then, so Stan Lee, of course, somehow survived forever, which was, was wonderful <laughs> and amazing. But I wasn't reading yeah. Stan Lee comics. You know <laughs> That's I mean? true. Like, yes. You know, like it's just it never really was the yeah. thing I was doing. This is from, yeah. uh, from DC. Tim Sell was an incredible artist whose take on iconic characters had a real human depth and his groundbreaking page design changed the way an entire generation thinks about comic book storytelling. Our condolences go to Tim's uh, family and friends. He will be missed. Yeah, it's true. He will be. Yeah, he will be. He's definitely one of the great ones. Yep. Thanks for including that, Ricky. Oh, yeah. Always like to shine the spotlight on artists. Shifting over to some MCU news. Um, Remember, uh, who who's this guy? I think I, I've seen him before. Tell me, tell me who is Wonder Man and why I should care about Wonder Man. Wonder Man, we were speculating he was going to show up in WandaVision. That's probably why you remember him. Wonder Man's a very complicated character, but at one point he has like, like what? He's he's the host for Vision's consciousness, I is think. He, is he an android? Like Technically? No, he's a, he's a person. He's a person. Or is it the other way around? Vision was the host for his consciousness. Yeah, I think that's what it is, right? Well, like. So vision, the vision in the comics is actually like a hybrid of an Ultron and this guy, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, but Wonder Man is a superhero. In, it's from, famous from the West Coast Avengers. Uh, he was, he's also an actor. Like he, he's an actor slash superhero. Mm -hmm. So action star. They, yeah, he's an action star and stuff like that. And he he got like zapped by like, you know, some sort of ray beams or something like accidental experimental rays and stuff. And so he can like ionize and turn all blue and fly around and stuff like that. And yeah. Well, Shang-Chi director, uh, Dustin Daniel Critton and Andrew Guest are going to be working on a Disney plus or show starring Wonder Man. It was actually, I think it was rumored that he was working on something a while back ago. And people assumed it was the 10 rings show. So this yeah. is all coming from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, Wonder Man's actually been a character that have, has been uh, a bunch of near misses. Yeah. Uh, J James Gunn almost used him in, I think, one of the Guardians. The Guardians of Gus with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So yeah, the, the plan yeah, that was, was one supposed of the rumors. To be, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the plan, but then they ended up scrapping that. And, <laughs> and then, uh, again, Wonder Man, there's like little references to him in in the WandaVision, like the first two episodes, like the, the, you and know, the like credits, the, the credit. Yeah. The weird things like that and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, there's a couple times that we just kept thinking we were going to see him. And so, you know, now that, I, now that he's been announced, I'm like, cool. Yeah. Whatever. Like <laughs> at this point, at this point, it's not that I'm like jaded or anything. Like it's that at this point, I don't really doubt that there's any character that will get a treatment eventually. So, yeah. you know, it's, the, it's a machine they're just turning them out man so gotta make sure. that ip sure well speaking of I, IPs, I, I hope i hope it's better i'll get the last word on that one i hope it's better than shang chi that would be a, a great movie because shang chi's great so mm. i'm choosing not to fight you on that one you know what else is a great movie into the spider-verse 
Agreed. And, and some news on Into the Spider Verse two. We got the spot is gonna be a uh, one of the villains in that movie. Yeah, Sony Sony like just shared this image and that was it. It's just an image from from like from the the movie of Miles and Gwen fighting the spot. And uh, I love this character so much. I've actually been waiting to have him made as a, a Marvel legend. It's like a super easy Marvel legend, too. It's just a dude with black spots all over his body. Um, that's it. And but uh, his I don't know if you know the character, Ricky. I, uh, Clark, you know the character, right? Yeah. He can open portals. Each spot of the mm-hmm. portal to a yeah, dimension. He's, he's basically the the em, the embodiment of every uh, Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Yeah cartoon he can do that i i liked his run in with daredevil in mark wade's run uh starting there was a there was a fun introduction with the spot yeah he's a cool character and he has really cool visuals and as you can see there like miles is kicking his chest and then out of another portal like he's accidentally kicking gwen um yeah they're gonna have a lot of fun with that character but i'm hoping especially he's animated one of, yeah i'm hoping he's one of like 10 villains that'll be yeah. in that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they like they have like at least you, you can do the spot being a, being a, a main villain, right? Uh, Would you be upset if the spot's the main villain? Yeah. He won't, he won't be the main yeah. villain. He's he's not a smart guy. Yeah. He's like a he's like a C tier Spider-Man villain. He's a stooge. Yeah. <laughs> I would be upset if he was the main villain. Rounding yeah. out the news, a little quickie. That time of year again, downtown San Diego. Yes. Those banners are going up. That's so funny that you got that picture because I I was on Instagram earlier today and I saw a totally different picture of the exact same sign. Uh, they different. All I know, Avenue. but I, I just think it's funny. It's like <laughs> those those different pictures of the same thing are just showing up all over social media right now. I saw um, people kind of going crazy about this saying like oh i guess this means marvel's at, at comic-con this year they, they have not, not confirmed either way yet well marvel but... comics i'm no, pretty yeah, sure will yeah. be there yes no they have, they've confirmed yeah. they're not coming yeah. have yeah, they, it's, it's not the mcu yeah, yeah last week last yes. week we were we reported that i think or, okay. or maybe the week before uh the, the MCU, mcu won't be there Mar- they will not yeah. have a hall h panel no they're saving that for disney on saturday um, yeah, but Marvel will always be. At yeah, Comic-Con. they always have that booth there. Um, yeah, and they'll probably still have panels. They're just not going to do a giant MCU, you know, bring everybody out, bring out all your ponies and show them off uh, for a giant crowd of 8,000 people or whatever. What lines up with, like, you think they drop like an episode of She-Hulk? No. No? No. No. They're not going to drop an episode. They don't, like, you don't understand. They I, I would I'm surprised you don't understand that after the last two and a half years. They don't need Comic Con. I know they don't. Like I know they don't. They don't they don't need that. And they 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 in fact, moreover, uh they have bosses that say you save this stuff for D twenty three. So you know like and some of the creators it is nice the some of the creators still acknowledge how important comic-con was to the mcu but you are i think dennis is entirely correct the bosses now at yeah. disney are like no we want to save this for our convention and that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen but the reality the reality yeah. is like it's not you know it's not unique to marvel like uh the disruption of uh covid has has 
caused every company to reevaluate their relationship yeah. with things like Comic-Con, you know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's going to be a different experience this year. And I'm kind of excited because I think it's going to be more like the old school conventions where you just go for it. Look at Ricky shaking That's not his the head. Comic-Con I know. It's true. Because Dennis and I remember the days where you could walk up and buy a ticket. Yeah. That was I my first buy. year I did, I did that. I was still able to do that. And nope, never again. <laughs> no. All right. Rounding out before to... the Twilight days. You got some toys to talk about? Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, just real quick, some toys. Uh, this one was a surprise drop uh, two days ago. I think on Wednesday, GameStop via GameSpot, uh, they shared a GameStop exclusive Game Reverse 2-pack of Mr. Negative and an Inner Demon. I think you're meant to like do army building because the Inner Demon comes with like three different heads and like I'll take one of the all over actions and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I bought this thing quick because I love <laughs> Mr. Negative. I, there's never been a six inch Mr. Negative figure, and he looks exactly like our friend and former guest on the show, Oliver. So yeah, I got an Oliver figure. Um, <laughs> the the body on that, by the way, the body on the uh, on the Inner Demon. I'm 99% sure that's literally just the old man Logan body. Yeah, I was uh, about from, to say that looks like the, Logan. It's like the old man Logan. It's old man Logan's body from the movie, the movie figure that was only ever released as a two pack uh, for Comic Con like two years ago. Well, it was supposed to be a Comic Con figure, but it didn't. So I'm just going to pop the head off my Logan and just put another inner demon head on there. And there you go. I got two demons. Yeah, at least three. Three, three. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And they're all like they actually have different hair and stuff. If you, do you have another slide? I think I have another slide for it, uh, or one more than that too. Uh, yeah, see, they got like different hair on the back of their head. So I thought that was nice. pretty cool. It's a cool armory building figure set. And then uh, just today, I think yeah, today uh, Marvel or sorry Hasbro announced the next animated uh, X Men figure will be Mystique with a custom head and. Uh, a custom or a special little not custom but a special little baby that she's going to carry around too of uh kurt kurt wagner right there the baby hulk i like the vhs the the figure is baby hulk from from old man logan yes but they repainted it blue is Uh, in the blue shotgun is that just a blue shotgun or is it a special shotgun that's a blue painted gun, dude. It's it's a, I'm sorry, blue molded. It's molded in the same blue plastic that her body is clearly, because that's how that's how you do. And then uh, one random other uh, piece of news that's not really superhero related, but it's me related, and so I felt like plugging it here. Uh, uh, Denix Media, which is myself, really, uh, will be at the Revision uh, Art Market tomorrow in San Diego. Uh, from 12 to 4, I'm going to be selling prints of various, uh, you know, the, the toy photography stuff that I've done throughout the, the last oh, last year. Um, and I thought it was cool because, you know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff uh, put up on, on social media. And I was like, hey, look, over there in the bottom right corner, that's one of my pictures. The funniest thing about that is that's actually not one of my, that's like, I've never published that picture as an official picture. That was literally a behind the scenes shot of something that I scrapped and didn't end up doing. And I thought it was so funny that that's the one picture that they chose to use to market me was just 
just a bunch of toys standing in front of a white background with no context at all. And so I was like, oh, well, that's what you get. Um, Marketing, yeah. baby. But I'm excited to go there. It's it's a cool, like, it's a it's a little uh, revisions, like a, a an arc um, house, I guess, nice. for, for or a studio for... Yeah, I wish I could make um, that. It's for um, people uh, of various uh, disabilities or, or special needs, whatever, um, and that are all into, into doing art and stuff. And uh, Sea Cow Soda, which is a longtime so, fan of the show. Just about to say, notice Sea Cow Soda uh, will be there. Yeah, she's she'll be there. better and better. She's actually been working with Revision for a better part of, a, I think, a year now. And so that's how she got invited. And then they thought it would be a really cool thing to feature my work there too so we'll be sharing go buy stuff double table. if you want more show go buy stuff thanks otherwise uh, and, we have to cancel the show <laughs> yeah and this only really applies to the the people that are watching us live today or managed to catch the show uh before noon tomorrow and live in san diego but yeah uh check us out we'll be at that, that's a pretty big venn diagram for being honest <laughs> yeah it's, it's a big venn diagram for sure for sure right on yeah that's all we got for the news today, I think. That's it. That's all I got. I can't, I can't remember anything else. So shall I make you guys play a game? Let's play a game. You said keep it play moving. Play a game. Yeah. I was just, <laughs> that was just my little uh, really outdated reference that I was making. Uh, so I was trying to come up with some easy... Because last week, I don't know if you watched last week's episode, Clark. I screwed up. I, like I generally try to make games that are like a little bit more in favor of the guest. Uh, but like I know Frank was a guest too, and I was trying to like cater to Brian, but I screwed up, and I ended up making a game that Brian got zero questions right on, and Frank got like five right. And I made it an extra long game, so there's like ten questions, and and Frank won five zero, and it was just kind of embarrassing. So this time around, I was like, I got to go simpler. And I was like, Ricky, what game should I do? And he's like, I like that one where you have to decide whether it's a DC or a Marvel comic character. <laughs> and the reason he likes it is because he's got this weird logic where he doesn't need to know anything about the characters at all. He thinks they each have a different art aesthetic. I think they do. And we're going to see if that's true right now. So you guys have to guess. Is it a DC or a Marvel? Here you are go. We, Here's are the we first competing one. or are we we together? Oh, you're competing. I love okay. I love it when you compete. Oh, let me make my screen. You, you can work together if you like. It's fine. The the colors lean more Marvel to me. I would say, and it's so does DC. so does the art. But the guns and the pose, I would say, goes more DC. <laughs> I love this logic. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I'm gonna go DC. I'm say DC. People with Clark, cloaks like that are I, all in DC. Clark, what say I'm, you? I, I say DC because it looks more like a, you know, the the question or, um, the, the Phantom or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, right. it's it's like the older stuff that DC would do. Okay, yeah. you guys are both locked in uh, for DC. Okay. And by the way, anybody who's watching is welcome to jo- have their own uh, uh, guesses thrown out there in the comment section. But here we go. It is a Marvel. That is uh, the Phantom Reporter. AKA first one I've gotten Richard wrong. Dick Jones. Dick Jones. 
Uh, I didn't. I, go, I was five for five last time. Uh, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Um. Uh, anyways, uh, I I kind of tried to throw you guys off. Like, uh, that character is actually from 1940. That's pre-Marvel. Uh, and, and was later and was later pre-DC also. Yes. And was later acquired by uh by Marvel. Um. So there you go. He's a he's a purple Nazi daring. Hunter? Uh, no, I don't think he's a purple Nazi hunter, but, uh, it could be right. It could be, um, yeah, he has a, a world war two character. So you're probably right. Actually. Phantom oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Spent the early years of the war combating Nazi spies at home. Okay. Purple so, Nazi hunter. Yeah. Purple Nazi hunter. Yep. There you go. Uh, cool. Let's go on to the next one. Here you go. Is it a DC or a Marvel? That's Marvel. The just the I, I think it's all in the colors. Like I don't know how I, I think it is, but the colors scream Marvel to me more so than DC. And just the way the backgrounds are drawn and, and the crash in the corner that to me that reads more Marvel. Am I I'm saying DC because of the bracelets? Those are pretty black Adam brace bracelets. They they do look Black Adam bracelets. Black Adam ish. I, I love it. I love it. Um, so you guys are locked in We're for Mar- Marvel for a uh, for Ricky and a DC for Clark. Mm-hmm. And audience, feel free to chime in. We're gonna we're gonna give you the answer right now. That's Bullet a DC. Head. It's Bullet Man. Wow, that is Bullet Man. Oh, also, who's on the, is, that, nice... is that Black Adam or Shazam on there? It's Shazam. He's actually from. Uh, his first appearance is uh, predates uh, DC, but it actually was in Nickel Comics one. This is not the comic that it's his first appearance. This is a DC comic right here. But uh, his first, he was a Fawcett Comics character, which was also where Shazam was from too. Right. So and DC uh, got the all the Fawcett library. Yeah. So they bought them all together. Um, yep. But yeah, he has been folded into the DC universe, which is why he's here on this cover. Should have stuck to the bracelets. Uh, Shazam. You should have stuck to the bracelets. I, I was on to something there. You know, Quasar has bracelets like that, too. Not like that, though. But like no, Black Quasars Adam are, and, are and they're not ribbed. They're, they're, yeah, uh, they are. I literally really? have a toy of him. Yeah, they're okay. ribbed. They're pretty ribbed. Um, all right. We're going to keep going. Uh, yeah, that was Bullet Man, a.k.a. James Barr. Uh, Nickel Comics number one, also 1940. See what I'm doing here, guys. I'm yes. throwing you off. You're going before DC yeah, Marvel you're... existed. Here we go. So Here's the next it's one. It's more like who would acquire this character? Yeah. Well, to be fair, though, the pictures that I show you yeah, are from a DC. Are actually from mm-hmm. DC or Marvel yeah. Comics. Mm-hmm. Then the older ones may, be, may predate that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, here you go. Is it a DC or Marvel? That's Marvel. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's Marvel. I I want to know why though, because like I I really like the I, logic. I think the soft color both. palette, and then the way the shading and the coloring is done on like the nose and the face, like to give the contour. To me, that screams Marvel. They they have this. I feel like DC pictures feel almost flat. Nothing that that's bad, but this has a little bit more depth to it, which I like. It reminds I'd me of like an internal looks more Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. hmm. definitely get an internal vibe. But okay, okay. Well, you guys are dumb. There you go. Uh, okay. That's DC. 
That is a Teen Titan. That is uh, Cole. Cole Weathers. Uh, <laughs> I just love hearing the logic behind what you guys are, are It's the logic that I don't, used last time, and it works. Don't, don't buy into his his logic, Clark. You're better than this. Oh, th- that was a pure this. guess. I mean, there was, how oh, do you know. tell from that? Uh, it was a 50-50, and I'm like, <laughs> meh, it looks Marvel. It was Cole. She's a Teen Titan. She's actually from 1985, so I wasn't cheating if you're no. if you're if you're curious about that one. Um, yeah, that was actually uh, a more recent, more recent one created by uh, Marv Wolfman and Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Um, there you go. All right. So just to be clear, uh, it's one to zero right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Is it a DC or a Marvel? Be better than Ricky Clark. You could do this. <laughs> F. Mm. I mean, to be fair, you already are doing better than Ricky. Yeah. But don't buy into his logic. I well, I mean, that one was a 50-50 guess. I had to just Do you know who this is, Clark? Uh Fartman. I do not know. I've become a social misfit. He reminds me of Howard the Duck with the eyes. So I'm gonna double down again with Marvel. <sighs> That's my logic. Sometimes because it works. He has sometimes eyes. it doesn't. Because he has eyes like eyes Howard the Duck. like Howard the Duck. Yeah. I'm gonna go with DC just because I think DC has more characters with alphabets on their uniforms, <laughs> like Wonder Dog or Wonder Twins. And is Wonder Wonder Dog DC? Hanna Barbera, right? Okay, well, I guess that's no, not the right answer. No, Wonder, Wonder Twins are DC. No, Wonder, Wonder Dog. Twins are, but yeah, maybe we're not Wonder Dog. Oh, Wonder Dog. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Dog is not either. Yeah. All right. So Ricky's locked in for Marvel and Clark is locked in for DC. Yeah. Here we go, guys. Here we go. And that's for Bushman. Ricky, I was actually giving you one. This character you've read, in, he was in Next Wave. Was he really? Read Next, yeah, he was one of the characters that oh. they fought in Next Wave. At the very end, in the big, in the one of the big final fights, um, he remember he made them all look into themselves and see their worst fear. Like he he he's, he made them each experience their own reality that was like terrifying to them. You don't remember that, and that's how we got like Elsa Bloodstone's origin and stuff. But yeah, it's like literally this dude who's like a pot on his head. Um, but he was cat. actually he was actually created uh, in a magazine called Snafu that predates Marvel. But he was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. I believe it was for uh, Timely Comics. It would just appeared in like one thing, not technically not Forbushman, just the, his alias Irving Forbush first appeared in Snafu Comics, and then in the '60s uh, in this uh, in in this comic I think that I have in front of us. Uh, this was when they decided to turn him into a superhero uh, for Marvel Comics. So he was, his alias was created in Timely, but then they decided to bring him back for Marvel. <laughs> I like, the, uh, I like but, this cover. Yeah, it's a pretty ridiculous cover. All right, you guys are tied up now. Um, I think you got one more to go. Here's the tiebreaker. Oh. Is it a DC or a Marvel? Oh, my. <laughs> Captain Pantaloons. I love this guy because he's like a shirtless 
like blonde, like Errol Flynn type character with like pantaloon shorts. He looks like a he's like a Batman Luke. villain. He looks and like a, Luke a Oliver Queen variant. Right? I'm gonna say it DC. Does. DC. No, I'm gonna say DC too. Those thighs scream DC. Those thighs scream DC. Okay. This is why I do this show because because <laughs> this this I you know what I'll bring this one back all the time because it's too good. Um but uh you guys are both wrong. It is Blue Blade, who is another Marvel character who was uh brought over from Timely. Uh fun fact actually. The Blue Blade and the Phantom Reporter, which is the first one that got you guys, uh, they were both featured in a comic called The Twelve, which came out in like 2008, I think, uh, something like that, written by J. Michael Straczynski. It was a 12-issue story in which he took um, 12 of the characters that were from uh, World War II era timely comics and told a story inside the Marvel Universe with them. So it was kind of like his own little mini Watchmen type story. So the covers that I showed you were actually from the 12. And that's why they look all nice and fancy and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I, I couldn't find an easy old picture of Blue Blade to share with you. So I just have like the two pictures, which is the same one. Just one but without why the text. no shirt? Oh, uh, dude, I, I couldn't tell you, man. It's... Uh, I mean, I probably could, but I don't know that I want to. Is he like USA from a comics. from a humid state, and so like he, he just he the, he grew up on a small farm, and as a youth growing up in the Great Depression, he saw everything drying up and longed to be rich and famous. Uh, so he moved to Hollywood to become rich and famous. Um, yeah, little is known about him before World War Two. <laughs> I don't know, man. This character's weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have fun finding the weird ones, but I in no way claim to be an expert on them. I just like to listen to Ricky just give That was fun, but was, yeah, I agree. The, the, thigh, the thighs, the thighs look like DC is what they he did. said. He said the thighs. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for playing, guys. I think you're tied <laughs> up. You both, I both, I proved both of you that this is a harder game than you think, Ricky. Well, I think uh, I don't say you, we you cheated a bit, but I definitely definitely pull in from from what's Marvel or, or DC. Uh, they're legit Marvel properties. Marvel owns them. DC owns them. I'm not gonna argue also it. the one that the one that you definitively said that was a straight up Teen Titan. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. You just instantly looked at her and said, "That's a Marvel." Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm like, mm, right. I have that. I have that bias, man. You do. You have a strong bias. It's it's pretty impressive. Well, this is very but, educational. <laughs> yeah, and you can go uh, look up any of these characters on your own and find more about them at your local library. I suppose. I don't know. I was trying to plug some. Anyways, why don't we move on and do our first spotlight? I hope that was the first one because I guess the first one I saw. <laughs> I have a weird. I have a question there. Yeah, that was the first one. We were gonna okay. do. We were gonna do a spotlight on on uh, Miss Marvel, which is what we're doing right now. But did that music sound really fast to you right there? It did. 
It does. I think it's StreamYard that does that sometimes. It plays them at a. I I promise you, if you played it again, it wouldn't play at the same speed. But don't do it. You don't, you don't have to. But it's so weird. Like it's like it wants us to get moving faster. Um. <laughs> anyways, yes, we're doing a spotlight on Miss Marvel first because we have two shows we're talking about, and uh, the unfortunately the boys came out today. So we understand if you didn't have time to watch the boys. So we save that for the end. So that way you can cut out, uh, you know, at that part of the show. But Miss Marvel came out on Wednesday. And so if you, you haven't had a chance to see it yet, uh, spoiler warning, we will be talking about pretty much whatever happened in that episode. So, you know, if that's something you care about, uh, tune out or, you know, turn off here, go watch the show and come back and watch it later. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to talk about this one first. Uh, I think the episode title was in there. It was a uh, crushed episode two. And this uh, Disney is really short with the descriptions of the episodes. But like basically the, their description of the episode was Kamala and Bruno explore the source of her newfound powers just in time for a perilous adventure. I'm not even sure that's accurate because like I still don't know what the adventure is. But I'm not mad. I'm not mad because there like, was a perilous look, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at if you look at this show in terms of like uh you know if it is a three act structure and it's going to be a six episode show, which I think that's correct, right? It's six episodes. Six uh, episodes. Yep. Yeah, the first two episodes are Act One, and you know at least by the end of Act One, you got all the players, you know, all the players in place. So I think that's what we got now, right? But I don't think we necessarily know. We do in? Do we not? I thought we met everybody that we need to meet. We've seen everybody. I won't say we met everybody. Okay. Well, Clark, tell us what you thought about this episode, or the first one also. Uh, I really enjoy it. I think it's a good. It kind of reminded me of like Saved by the Bell, the Marvel. If Marvel did it, really, uh, that's interesting. It, it, it has that teen vibe that like yeah. that that I'm, I'm really enjoying that um uh and definitely i just i like i like the writing on it i like the characters uh i like its its depictions i like uh i like kamala you know she's she's a lot of fun you know, I like that immediately I'm suspicious of this guy who just comes up and just starts macking at her on her and like, oh, yep, I was right at the end. There's something, you know, to him. Uh, but I, you know, they're they're showing the new powers well and they're, they're you know, again, doing the mystery on, on where they come from. And it's it's a nice it's a nice build, but it's not. It's it's not as slow as Moon Knight in terms of the build, you know, with that the <laughs> energy, uh, I because I, it has that teen energy that, that just moves, and I love the editing, I love the animation, I absolutely love how they handle the the text messages and and her imagination. Yeah, uh, I think I think Moon Knight had a lot more to do, a lot more work, you know, because I mean, what we, oh, we yeah. learned, Miss no. Marvel, Miss Marvel is like a. Uh, an eight-year-old comic book, I think. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. I think we learned that the other, yeah, like a week ago. Um, it's it's been eight years, something like that. So, uh, less less, you know, more more uh, wiggle room to play around with for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, Moon Knight had a burden of covering like, you know, 40, 40 yeah, years exactly. of history, 
and so I thought it did a good job. But I think that like what you're what you're saying, the teen vibe. I thought it was interesting that you said it's it's a Saved by the Bell. Uh, the biggest vibe I get from Miss Marvel is is Spider Man. I feel you like you compare this show, it to the MCU, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like this show is running the same playbook as the Tom Holland Spider Man movies. Mm -hmm. It's like, and that's I not a bad it. thing at all. No, like, not I at think, all. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's it's literally setting up the characters the same way. It's it's creating, uh, you know, these moments of like, is that a bad guy or is that a best friend? Or is that a bag? You know, like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of I'm I'm on the edge all the time because of Spider-Man and because of the vulture and, you know, like opening the door. Like I keep I'm, I'm wondering, like, where's the twist? Where's the twist? And so I was really happy that there was a twist in this episode mm -hmm. um, that was hilarious because like the new boy was a Comron. Uh, the new new boy in school, he's like a senior and he's like, you know, trying to hit on Kamala, which is a little awkward, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, at one point, she gets intercepted by her brother at a at a restaurant while she's kind of on a date, I guess. And she creates this ridiculous alibi that he's her cousin, their, that, their cousin, their cousin, he's their cousin. He's, yeah, he's their cousin that, that, the, that the brother Amir doesn't remember. But after a few minutes of talking, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I remember you. And like and then, you know, like he's like, we'll see you later, cousin. And he leaves and he's like, well, that was exhausting, you know. Um, and the fun twist is at the end of the episode, he is her cousin. <laughs> he's legit her cousin. And so I'm glad they didn't kiss. Like, that's uh, <laughs> I'm really glad. But that was a really fun uh, setup to set up all this this uh sexual tension between these two characters through the whole episode where she's completely crushing on him and then by the end of the episode when the reveal happens she is now crushed which is why the title you know um ricky what do you think of this one um i mean just the show in general i like i like the show the the powers are are, are a little growing on me still but i like her i like uh, kamala i think she's is it is it Iman? What? What's Iman? the actress? Iman. Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani. I like her take. I like her cadence. I like her spunkiness. Um, another thing I I really dig about this show is is just showing Muslim people being Muslim people, just normal going out there day to day. Do you, you know? There's a, yeah. There's not no, a lot of media you, that 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 peeks into that to that um that lifestyle you know that part of our of the country or that part of a, our culture that culture it's, yeah. it's part of our country it's you yeah know, it's just... there's not but to, to to deal with that side in the u.s there's some there's some other shows that deal with like that are more adult in nature that kind of deal with it yeah but this one to bring it more of like in a a family show for what it is it i think it's a kind of a cool thing I think I think it's an incredibly cool thing, especially because like I think the, the coolest thing about representation is always that when you see something that you realize uh, you've never seen before in that type of media. And then you ask yourself, why have I never seen that before? And you don't have a good answer. You have you have answers, which is our media decides not to show that kind of stuff in mm -hmm. this kind of light or 
or writers and directors and TV makers don't get benefits, you know, from making this kind of content historically. Um, but it's really weird disproportionately, like how, like you see, you see these characters just praying in a mosque and you realize, I don't think I've ever seen that outside of a show about terrorism. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's awesome to see that in a comedy show, like whether or not, you know, like it's something that you're into, like, I'm not saying everybody needs to go to a mosque and pray, you know, like, or anything like that, but you have to acknowledge that, like, uh, there's a reason that Muhammad is the, the most popular name on this planet. And, and you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so weird. It feels, yeah. Like, like, thank you for sharing. Yeah. You know, this, you know, like, like, it's a great thing. And I love, I love the talk that she has with her best friend in the bathroom when she's talking about why she wears the hijab mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, I just, I, now I do it for me again. It's, this is, this is representation at, at its finest because it's, it is a sharing and, and it feels so legit. And then it also though ties so well, but without binding up the story. I mean, no, yeah, that's not, yeah. it's, Once, it's great. If it were to do yeah. that, it yeah. would be more pandering, but it's, right. it's not. It, it's very much woven into her story mm-hmm. and the story that they're telling. And they're not like the mosque is just a setting, right? It's it's not a it's it's not the the focal point. Like, oh, we got, if we got to do this thing at the mosque, like it's just part of her day to day. And they don't make it. a. It's not made a thing. It's not made. It's not glorified. But it's not underrepresented or upper under uh, understated. Yeah, underrepresented. It's just yeah. there because it's part of her her day, and that's cool, you know. But I had to chuckle when they had to do the dig about how the women have poorer facilities than the men. But I thought that was really cool too. I thought like, it was. It, it's progressive, right? Yeah. It's progressive. It's it's saying this is Muslim culture. Take the good and the bad mm-hmm. with it. You know what I mean? And like. And that's cool. And, and I like that the characters are these strong female characters that want to make change from within their own, their own, uh, you know, mm-hmm. their own community. And that, that made them likable characters that yeah. made them both very like, I'm like, Hey, you already, after two episodes, you have a cause that I can get behind. All right. I like you guys, you know, like, um, I do feel weird about like, uh, I, I feel weird in general. Let me just get this one out of the way. As a as a comic book fan, I feel weird about the fact that this girl just got superpowers and then spends barely any of the episode caring about that um, because she wants to support her friend in her running for for, you know, like uh, uh, an office within the mosque. And she wants to go like date this other boy and all these things. And like she backburners the superpowers like. My mind was blown for that, but I'm going to try and be chill about it and accept that her priorities are not my priorities. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> She's a teenage um, girl. I know. I know. I, like, ooh, that was but, hurting me. But they did have mini training montage. They did have a training montage, which is obligatory. You have to have it. Um, uh, Selena wrote in, I love that, the sh- uh, that it shows how she's trying to balance both cultures she identifies with. Exactly. Absolutely. That's really cool. Um, I don't know. I, like we didn't include this in the news and, and obviously we couldn't get it in there uh, on, uh, on last week's episode, but did you guys hear about the, the Pakistani activist, you know, Malala? Yes. That, that she, mm-hmm. she, she wrote, she wrote a letter show, to yeah. Marvel. 
thanking them and and being like so appreciative of seeing something you know like uh that represents her 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 culture and her lifestyle you, you want to know like i it's something subtle that i think it's 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 very much intentional but when they're interrogating um the the girl she saved right and they're trying to get out who who saved her they make it a point to say was she middle eastern and she says no and then was she south asian and i would argue people don't know that difference yeah uh, well and i but i i think, I, 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 I liked how in, they they did it though to set that difference at, yeah i like that they showed the political incorrectness of those agents or, or yes. at least the one now agent bringing that up i think it's really interesting the difference of da- that they're showing of damage control uh, and they they hinted that at Spider-Man, but I haven't seen um, mm-hmm. No Way Home again for a little bit from the interrogation scenes. But damage control in the comics was literally about just cleaning up. Clean up. And yeah. now they're like a police force. I still think that's a red herring. I don't think damage control are bad guys. Yeah, I think it's I think it's being presented that way in like the, right now just the authority. Because, because right now we're only seeing things from kamala's perspective mm-hmm. you know what I mean? because it's a show about kamala and i'm fine with that you know it's called miss marvel so that's fine we'll go on her ride and we'll see what that what, you know what happens there uh by the way see cow soda chimed in on what i was saying earlier about her priorities and she's she's right she said they covered it already in episode one when she talks about carol living her life values are different you know because people wanted to know uh where what happened to Carol Danvers? And she's like, hey, maybe she's just out there doing her thing, you know. Like, um, and she's like, that doesn't make it bad, you know. Uh, and and that's what I'm trying to reconcile with. Like, believe me, I just I just think if I had amazing superpowers, I would just say goodbye, everybody. I need to go and figure out what these are for the next I don't know week or two or something like that. I'm dropping out of school. I'm just going to be a superpower person. Well, that's now. that's the last episode when when Brie Larson shows up. And says, hey, let's go to the Avenger Academy. I really don't like I've been talking about that one with with Lindsay. And as much as it would be cool, I think this is another one of those situations like all the ones that Ricky brings up where he expects a character to show up in the show. I don't think that she needs to be in the show. And I don't think she will be in the show. Just like Blade wasn't in Moon Knight. And and Uh, Doctor Strange wasn't in WandaVision. Well, I'll say that Captain Marvel showing up in the Miss Marvel show would make the most sense given that connection. Um, I don't, I don't think a Brie Larson will show up but in they, this show, but yeah. I, I, I do think that there will be a Captain Marvel presence at some point. Uh, it's in every episode because she's dressing up as Captain Marvel, like a more direct presence, but. We have more direct like presence. watching Captain Marvel flying across the sky. Sure. Yeah. I mm. think something. Yeah. I, I think it's a possibility of Brie Larson showing up. I mean, the, the movie, the next one is called The Marvels. Well, they just announced yeah. that they're both going to be in the stupid uh, cruise ship movie thing. That's right. Right. Yeah. But the, the thing I'm I'm saying is like, but it movie... doesn't have to have. I, I agree with that. I, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to happen. No, I, feel like, agree with that. I feel like the movie is the appropriate time to explain where she's been because right. the last time we saw Captain Marvel was in uh, Shang-Chi, but it was as like a, a 
hologram no, or whatever. But I, you know? I think they've done a really good job of that when, when just in Endgame, when they're like, look, the universe is a big place and it doesn't have all of you. Yeah, she's done. Yeah. You know, I think they have done a great job of explaining that yeah. she's out saving so many planets that don't have a whole bunch of hero, you know, that don't have the Avengers. And so yeah. I, if, if she shows up, cool. If she doesn't, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting I'm, to see what, you know, really, who's the villain? Who's the main yes. antagonist? So who do you think it is? We have a few options know. here. Yeah. We have a few options. It could be Comron, uh, which I believe he may be a character from the comic books. Um, I don't want to spoil entirely. Uh, it could be Bruno. I think there's given, they've given us a lot of reason to either feel bad for Bruno and or suspect Bruno, right? Because like, here's here's my thing. This episode was rough if you're a Bruno fan after two episodes because Bruno definitely has a crush on Kamala. Right. Oh, they did Bruno dirty. And, and now they're going to you know, make they, him have to choose between I, I, California and her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that they did Bruno dirty, but like Bruno definitely got super jealous of this new guy that just showed up. And the way Kamala was 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 just like, you know, gaga over him. But here's the thing. Can you really feel sympathy for Bruno if after all this time he hasn't shot his shot? <laughs> like hey, I mean, man, high school's a weird place. I know. Been I there. know. Like, so I don't know. So I, I kind of feel like what if all of these syndrome? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if all of these pressures force him oh, to God. crack? <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know. I or, don't know. Or to, put it, yeah. or to put it in a in a more reasonable context, what if he's the tinkerer from the Miles Morales video game? You know what I mean? In that in that kind of respect, where it's it's the best friend that just kind of ends up going a different path because of their their knowledge of technology. And next thing you know, just like oops. Ned Leeds. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just like Ned Leeds. Yeah. So I I I I think. It wants us to believe it's either the grand yeah. aunt or aunt, whatever, mm -hmm. or or maybe and you know by proxy also Comron, but or it wants us to believe it's damage control, or it's her mom. I think it's the guidance counselor. No, do, do you, um... <laughs> that guy's that guy's amazing though. Have you ever seen a movie? No. <laughs> I'm like, good. who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy, man. I also love the the halal guy, dude. That guy's great. Every episode, he's let's just being let's ridiculous. talk about the, the power set real quick. Do you guys have any thoughts on where is it unlocking something within her, or is the power uh, the band powerful inherently? Well, based on Bruno's awesome technology, he was able to scan her and prove that. <laughs> It is coming yeah, from the MRI her. technology. <laughs> I, I guess Stark Tech just made that very, very readily available. Um, yeah, no, I don't know what was up with that scene. That was kind of one of the uglier scenes of the, the show. But I think they're I think they're trying to give you the Terragenesis light yeah. story. Yeah. Like she can be an inhuman type of character without being an inhuman, right? So like because mm -hmm. that's the whole point of inhumans, right? Is a MacGuffin unlock powers for them. Yeah. It's like only one step removed from a mutant, which is just you were born with a right. power. And it which unlocks. is exactly how she got her powers in the comics. Yeah. It has so a Terrigen I, mist thing that went around the world, and she was one of the new superheroes that came from it. 
Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I think so far they've actually in a, in a funny way without saying Terra Genesis, they have been pretty faithful, but you know, as long as you're willing to concede that the powers look slightly different, but like reality is like everything she's done in the show could have been accomplished with a stretch too. Like, yeah, she could have stretched. No, she's stretched adjacent. Way. I think it's just she, visual. She, she is stretched adjacent. I, yeah. I do think it's interesting that they chose to finally define hard light in the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like the way they did it because, because there's such an inexplicable uh, quality to her powers and or origin of them and everything that when these two teenagers come up with hard light, you just accept it because it's like, like hard lights, like it's, it's a thing in the comics. Yes, hard light okay. is a thing in the comics, yeah, and unfortunately, right. in the comics, it's usually the product of crazy uh, science. Like, like who has like hard light in, in the comics? <sighs> didn't didn't Claw didn't Ulysses Claw use hard light too? I can't remember. Doctor Light, uh, uh, Doctor Light in DC, he does. Um, but there are various characters that use hard light. Yeah. in and in both comics but it's like the, it's like it's shown in the in the series like it's like a, a light construction that's yeah. hard uh yeah exactly. like green lantern it's, it's green lantern uh I without mean, the rain his, his is not hard light his is willpower manifested as hard as, light no it's not well <laughs> Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, but like, there's flash villains that do it too. I can't remember. Uh, Prism. What is that? Mirror, mirror Master. Mirror, mirror Master. Mirror okay. Master. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I'm fine with this power set because they had again. They cool. had to differentiate from yeah. Mr. Fantastic. And and I, I think that I think the I reality think is it's fine. Yeah, I think the reality is is they're still trying to buy time, right? For for the special effects to be ready for Mr. Fantastic. Because the the one second that we got of him in in the in Doctor Strange was like embarrassingly simple. Like yeah. he just stretched onto the screen, you know. Like, mm -hmm. and you're like, yeah, you guys aren't ready, and that's why I don't mind that if they need to do if they need to take liberties with a character, I'd rather it be Miss Marvel than like Mister Fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just and I don't <laughs> mind them being different. Yeah. yeah. But so far, she is like like Ricky said, she is straight stretch adjacent. Uh, she learned to adapt her powers to work, just like watching that video game. I thought that was genius. I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I yeah, the montage was like one of my favorite parts of the episode, and it just killed me that it was like the only time other than the end. Uh, but yeah, I feel like this is modeling Spider Man so hard that I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the with great power comes great responsibility moment. So um, either Bruno dies or, or was it dropping that kid on the, on the car at the mm -hmm. end? Like that was yeah. painful looking. That was, was that, and, was that, and, and that he hurt. And Ankle. so, you know, yeah, he hurt, but now we can, now we can go, Oh, they could go that way. And, and Sue flashpoint. Yeah. I think that's what they're calling her. But Hard for her, you, I, I hope they hard, sue her. Hard, hard that, you that's saw the show. it in her face. Night, nightlight, 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 nightlight. You saw it in her face that she realized that you know this was me, and mm -hmm. and that she has to do better. And that's why I mean, this is only episode two. Where are they going to go? I, you know, 
I, I think yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't think it's the full great power, great responsibility moment, but I think it's the beginning of I mean, it. I think she's realizing. Fair, yeah. In Spider Man, it took two or three movies for Spider Man to get that, right? No, I mean, because in 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 Civil War, they kind of said had the the, the yeah, version yeah. of if you could do what you can do and you don't do it, then when bad things happen, it's your fault. That's yeah. He kind of already got it, like he got he he understood it, but like that, but it was it was Aunt May that really really yeah. sealed the deal. He for sure. to die. Uh, by the way, in the in the Marvel comics, in Uncle the, ben cont- in, in, the con- in, in the contemporary in the contemporary comics, uh, Falcon's wings are made of hard light. Okay, as well, um, they're yeah. like a, Falcon yeah. Falcon Falcon or the Green Falcon guy. Well, isn't green the green Falcon. Falcon? Okay. Well, what's his name? Joaquin. Joaquin's the Falcon now, right? No, no. I'm talking about Sam Wilson. Okay. I'm talking. Uh, Sam Wilson has like He's hard tricky. light. Uh, yeah, I I got you. I understand. By the way, I I will throw this out this comment out there. I don't know if you guys will understand it, but uh, C. Calcetto was asking, "Is new hot guy, aka Comron, basically Webby's shadow friend from Ducktales? I can't remember her name. Uh, I, I see what you're saying school. there. I see what you're saying there in that like. Webby's Webby's friend was actually uh, had uh, she she was a good person, but she was possessed by an evil like spirit that was forcing her to do all these horrible things to Scrooge and all his family and stuff like that. But eventually she was able to separate from them and just be a good ally to Webby and, and everybody. Well, so. Maybe I I don't mind that. Maybe Comron is forced to be bad if he is bad at all, but he'll come out on you know yeah. on their side at the end. Yeah, that could be. That's that's a way of looking at it. Uh, but I do think somebody's going to die. Well, I can help you segue from going from a show that has almost no villain yet to show that clearly has a bad guy. <laughs> I guess I guess Clark is ready. Clark, Clark is ready to. Clark I'm trying ready. to help you because didn't you say yeah. you wanted to yeah. use the time you wanted to keep we were, it? We were going to do it. I was okay. just going to give you guys a chance one last time to l- let people know what your thoughts are. Like, it, you know, do you recommend Miss Marvel or do you want to? I do. Yeah. yeah. But I will awesome. say I'm having more, I'm enjoying more of this other show though. All right. Well, let's go to this other show. It was fast right. again. See, we're putting the spotlight here. No, it wasn't fast for me. Actually. For me, it was. Oh, that's weird. We're putting the spotlight on the boys. Uh, I think we're we're going to table our discussion for Kamala and uh, and friends uh, till the spotlight. If we have anything more to discuss. By the way, I do have one last thing before we actually officially do the boys. Guys, we got our first Eternals uh, like call out. Our first Eternals. Uh, they Kam- Kamala and Kamran were talking about the kingo series of movies uh yeah 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 and yeah, i yeah, thought yeah. that was funny because i was like ah you guys are dumb and you don't realize that the same guy is all of the kingos and that's really funny uh camille nangiani reference i just it was cool anyways all right officially we're done talking about miss marvel now we're going to be talking about uh the boys season three episode five uh so for anybody who has not watched that, I totally understand because it literally just came out today um, and you probably had a busy day and couldn't get around to it. So if that's all you can watch for right now, thank you so much. Come back later after you watch The Boys so you can finish 
watching our discussion here. Um, we're going to have fun. But yeah, that's a, that's your spoiler spoiler warning right there. We're going to do it. Um, but yeah, they but did yeah. drop it last night, though, because I watched it last night. Five what time? They like, did? Because yeah, last week they did Midnight. Oh, no, it was it was before. I was like, is this really? Oh, yeah, here it is, episode five. Mm-hmm. So I watched uh, it at like, like nine yeah. or ten. I was playing D&D with you last week last week and i no, kept it, complaining it was, it was uh, uh, so i watched it yesterday yeah wait yeah, no you were we, playing then but i, I saw no, it yesterday i'm saying, I, I'm saying yeah. last week i watched, yeah. i played uh-huh. D with you and i yeah. kept checking every half hour and it wasn't up but okay cool if they're back to five o'clock on thursday then you know what screw you guys no more spoiler warnings we're spoiling the crap out of something. <laughs> uh no but yeah here's the episode was uh titled what was that title the the Last time to look down on the world of the of lies, right? I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. Um, I'm sure Brian could tell us what what storyline from the boys that actually was from. Uh, Brian enlightened us with a lot of information because he actually reads the boys regularly, and uh, we learned like the title of last week's episode was a, a title of a storyline from the boys too. Uh, that was the glorious uh, five se- five year plan, but. Um, Regardless of whether or not you know what the title is about, I'm going to give you the fun Vought-styled uh, summary of the episode. I love these descriptions that they put on Amazon. They're so good. Here it goes. Did you know that chimpanzees are an endangered species largely because of human activity? But you can help by supporting construction costs for Crimson Countess's Chimp Country. This beautiful refuge for chimpanzees will feature a banana plantation, four daily stunt shows, and a petting zoo. And when you donate, you'll be entered to win a private video chat with Crimson Countess. Donate today. Oh, man. That's so funny, considering everything that played out in this episode. Um, but before we talk more about that, I do think it's funny that we were just talking about Miss Mar- uh, Marvel and how I'm waiting for her and with great power, you know, moment. And yet, Billy Butcher delivered the best great power speech I've ever heard, which is with great power comes the absolute certainty that you'll turn into a right cunt. And that was, <laughs> that was so epically Billy Butcher. Oh, I loved it. Anyways, uh, Clark, we were talking before the show and you were saying you're not, you're not entirely enthused by this season of the boys. And I'm, I'm kind of curious. I want to, I want to dig into that for a little bit. So let us know. What's what's going on with you and the boys this mm-hmm. season? All right, so it's kind of like uh, it is the, it is a question of where where is it going and so because Homelander is just taking over, like you know, again knocking off the the different stuff, uh, the different people, the different any challenges. So I'm like, is this just building to a big Homelander uh, soldier boy fight that Homelander is going to win? Uh, oh, I don't know. think it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, think I, I, they I want hope, it. To, they want it to be. Yeah, you know, I, I, I hope. Yeah, that 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 it's gonna go uh, a little different. I mean, it, it's like to me the most interesting things here are Huey dealing with finally having an op uh, uh, an option, as he said, to, to help because he's he's been helpless mm-hmm. for two seasons. You well, know. he thinks he has. He been. thinks he has. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, again, he thinks he has. But he's 
if we're gonna like he's the hawkeye of the team he's the soul he's the powerless the one you know no, like he's the say, canary he's, he's the, the canary, canary. Yeah, yes and not anymore though because now mother now he's now that now that he's tasted the power he's and, tasted he, and, he, the and juice. he's with and he's with billy and you know mother's milk is is just like the whole point you know has been lost because of what you guys are doing well I think I think so. I said the exact same thing to to uh, Cow Soda earlier today, er, or yesterday, and no today. And uh, the funny thing is, is when I said, "Well, he's not the canary anymore," and she said, "No, he's actually a hundred percent still the canary." That's the point of the canary. The canary, when the canary dies, you know you've gone, gone too, too far. far. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. so unfortunately. They were a hundred percent accurate when Mother's Milk said last season that he is the canary because I think he's like if if Butcher is seeing repeatedly that the path they're going down is not good, and he sees it. He's he he's actually he almost seems like really enthused about it until every time he looks at Huey. Right, and he's almost disgusted because he knows that he's responsible for what's happening. Well, I, I think that's why him and Maeve had that connection this episode, right? Because they're both <laughs> on they're both on the same path, where it's almost like they want to be the one who kills Homelander. It's not about killing Homelander; it's about their own personal vendettas at this point. And I working think, at well, Billy wants to kill every soup, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely wants to kill Homelander for sure. Yeah, what were you saying, Ricky? No, no, it, it, it's um, man. The show just gets so all the the isms that that occur. Um, it's dark, man. It's it, dark. It goes but... places that yeah, they're they're just so dark and they're so close to home. And they they, it, they... it's it's like okay, one of the one of the issues that I I, I love musicals, mm-hmm. but that musical number you didn't you know was felt so out of place to me. Although I think that was the point. But like every character that, that's was. in this show, just just things just keep getting worse. Just just keeps going downhill. Just yeah. this way, everyone. So so having that brief little moment was just so jarring. Like oh no, yeah, you know, like it's because I you knew happiness like, in the boys. This, this, this no, because because you know it won't last. <laughs> happiness in the boys is is it's worthless. Like, it's like. It's like a party in The Walking Dead. It's it's Lucy and Charlie Brown with the football. You know they're mm-hmm. gonna pull the football away, and mm-hmm. which is exactly what they did. So yeah. so so as much as I love a good musical number and things, it also depressed me. And so like that's that is one of the things with 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 the boys. It's it's so tricky because it's like okay, mm-hmm. this this show. It has those great discussions about absolute power and, and like and showing just how really how much of a maniac Superman could be. <laughs> and, and so if if he like didn't have the moral tethers, we, we you know, which is kind of the point. Uh, but it's um it just it doesn't I know I am not expecting a good feeling payoff at all in this show. I'm not yeah. expecting that. I feel you. I feel you. I, I get you. I get. And and, and that's that is just something that is, it's uh, it's, it's dealing with. But it, it, again, like the dark parts that it goes though, 
and because it's willing to go anywhere and like i also can call the show the how many different ways can you blow somebody up literally <laughs> you know that 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 is that is the show but uh you know it's because it goes to those dark corners it actually gets to have some of the discussions about the dark aspects of human nature and power that we so rarely have but we know exists so i, I, I think that's the value of the show i find it funny because like i watched this with uh not this season in particular but just the boys in general with, with selena and she's not a fan of the gore which you know that's kind of one of the the pillars of the of this series but yeah. for me like the grossness is all the yeah the the parody and the the real life stuff that they they throw in your face it's because the, it's this it's the satire it's satire it's it's yeah. amazing. I'm gonna keep telling you that word every week until you get the it. satire of it all. It just goes yeah. because they it it goes past a joke. I think in every instance that they bring up, that's good satire. Like one one it's, step past yeah. a joke to where you're you're uncomfortable. Yes, in a good Agreed. way. You feel gross. It, well, so I think that the in a good way is subjective, right? I think mm-hmm. Ricky, you and I like feeling uncomfortable. And so it, it, we consider it a good way that for me, that is like the best entertainment is, is watching them descend into the madness, you know, and I can see how Clark, you find that depressing. <laughs> like, and yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Cause maybe that's not what you want out of your superhero content. Uh, I will say that, oh my goodness, how blessed are we? To have the boys and Miss Marvel every week to balance each other out, right? Yeah, they really, really do balance each other out. Like, um, it's it's like that first week where I had to binge three episodes of the boys. That was a lot of gross. That was yeah. a lot of gross. And Miss Marvel came the next week and she balanced it out now. And so, like every week, I get both, and and I really appreciate that. But I love I love the way they find to make me laugh at how I think I laugh to calm myself. You know what I mean? Like, because that's my reaction to super awkward Mm -hmm. and, 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 oh man, Ashley as a character. Yeah. (laughs) She's, she, she makes me laugh harder than anybody because she is a hundred percent stuck. She's stuck between the hardest of places. Ashley has been so good this season. She, Absolutely. She is literally in, somebody that in, I thought was a throwaway in, character. She's no, in survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. She's 100% yes. uh-huh. survival mode. Mm-hmm. She's only doing what she can to survive. And for a moment, she broke for a second when, when, mm-hmm. when uh, Starlight was trying to plead to her sensibilities mm-hmm. and say, you've got to help me with this. And she says, I don't have powers, you know, and that's her way of saying he will kill me so fast, you know, like, so. And I really liked, I really liked the line when Homelander said, I prefer to be loved, but I will be feared when he, when he was talking with Starla. And, and, and the reason why I like that is because it, it made, it's what makes Homelander different from, the regular psycho villain. I just want to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah. He just is such, he's so purely narcissistic. He wants and, enough and, people around to worship him. Yes. H- however, exactly. it, however that may be. However, mm-hmm. however that happens. And I think that's one of the, yeah. I think that's one of the, the, the little twists 
that that make him again more of an interesting villain versus uh just a pure i want to destroy everything or control everything because because he doesn't want to control everything in fact controlling stuff sucks mm-hmm. which he learns in the first meeting yeah yeah, yeah. he doesn't well, he want to control he gets he a taste of it when when, yeah. when Maeve tells him like that she never loved him and yeah. that's There's a lot it, of that in it, this episode it bothered him it bothered saying, him I always like, hated you. like he couldn't that's what hurt him not not like anything physical but just that this one person didn't love him you know that whole part of his life was for nothing and it's, you guys do you think she's dead i no, hope not i don't think they no. cut off I don't think they yeah. kill her off screen. No, no. Supersonic no. gets done dirty off screen, but I don't yeah. think Maeve does either. No. Yeah, I no. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do have a question for you guys, though. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a detour. I know Ricky was was going to talk more about Maeve, but uh, A-Train, what do you think about his storyline right now? <laughs> <sighs> that that is. Oh, that's good. Uh, it, it's he is a guy that, and I'm waiting for him to. Is something going to make him use his powers and then sacrifice himself for something? Yes. But then is but is that me wanting to find some of these guys willing to be super, uh, or is that just is a train? Because yeah, he's stuck. He tries to do something, it makes it worse, and just like yeah, you can't fix racism in a in a in an afternoon. Yeah, position. I I think I think the obvious thing is is what you're saying is that A Train might do something noble. Um, I think the more realistic thing is he'll try to do something noble, screw up, and die for no good reason at all. Yep, that would be the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's that's the point of the show, right? Or of the story is like but you know what uh, that that everything corrupts you beyond salvation. I think that's is, what is, he did is, to Huey's girlfriend, who died for no reason at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what A Train Ray Train poetry, gets. Right? If, if that's it, everything in motion, if that's his end. You know, yeah, that that, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me, especially now for this show. But yeah, you know his, uh, you know, seeing what happened with his friend, you know, having his friend who will no longer walk again. His brother, right? It's, it's, it's his brother. Or his friend. It's his brother. I think, yeah, I think yeah, it's that was his brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. You know, in, in he you know betraying you know yeah he, he's he's of course terrified of Hall Lambda, but you know there's not and he wants to get get in with him and he's so pissed at, at the deep again. Why is the deep here? Which you know yeah. we'll get into into more. You know it it they. uh they keep the characters interesting enough. There's each one has a little, has that little extra twist that keeps them from being the, mm-hmm. the pure um, stereotype. What, what do you think is going to push mother's milk over the edge? Because I think he's one of the last holdouts, right? Like, I mean, I mean, you could argue, like we were talking about this last week in the, in it, uh, you know, when the show started for sure, Starlight and Huey were meant to be your your viewpoints, right? Mm-hmm. They were they were meant to be your entry points into the show. You're seeing it through their innocent eyes, and you're watching them as they become corrupted by everything around them. Um, at this point, though, like it's pretty hard to root for Huey and Starlight. It's their their lives are are effed. 
So is Mother's Milk the last holdout? Like, or is he gone already too? I don't Just think they, they 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 kill him, or I don't think they. He has a he has. No, and I hope they don't fridge his yeah, daughter. Yeah, he has his daughter. Like, I don't think they do that to him, but I I do think he will have his moment with Soldier but Boy. But is or or is Frenchie and Kimiko the the last holdout? Yeah, as, I, I as, think that's they, more likely because they have an actual yeah. relationship, and like they're the only you know. Well, you know, and they have they had a musical, but now what's happened yeah. to him? We'll see. So I, I am curious if you guys like because uh, last week was really fun because we got a really enlightening, uh, you know, take on on the whole story uh, of the comics versus the, the show, because uh, Frank and and and, and uh, Brian both were readers of the comics. Um, and the fun thing I learned while researching a lot of it, too, was uh, the boys actually in the comics are powered. Uh, they're powered in the first issue. Uh, they the first issue is when they meet Huey, they give him the shot and he gets powers and they go around curb stomping heroes left and right through the whole comic book. That's what they do. That's their job. They they do it without, uh, you know, the the limitations that the show gave them. Now, I think the cool part about the show is that they got Garth Ennis, uh, who created the comic to be an executive producer on the show. And clearly they decided to go in a different way, which is maybe they are going to get powers eventually, but it's a long road, right? And they want to show, they want to show that process through the course of multiple seasons, right? It just got, it just got greenlit for uh, uh, season four last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm curious, how, how do you feel knowing that they, they're, they're powered in the all in the comic that this show is based off of um i think it made for a better i think them not being powered is the reason they got to this point you know because it, it was it's, it, also, it, it's also cheaper to film if they're not it's powered. cheaper but it it just made it more interesting like and all the you know all of the the arguments that you would have with your friends on like how would you kill this superhero Mm -hmm. All that is answered in seasons one, two, and three. And I thought it was interesting, yeah, that they had to come up with different ways of defeating the heroes that aren't super powered, like shoving yeah. things up your butt and explosive, you know, finding the finding the vulnerable points. Yeah. Yeah. However, at some point, yeah, I I, I like this progression because it's gotta come down to a knockdown because you know, they're just they're just dividing the heroes that actually have real powers and with the, the nobodies. And uh, so I, and I do like the progression and, 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 and seeing Huey's character, how that's changing, you know, Canary, uh, Canary or not. So yeah, I like this progression, but you're right. They're effed <laughs> and you just feel that and you feel bad for them. And you're just like, yeah. what do you do? And you see why, why he keeps taking it. And when he says that, and it just, it makes so much sense. And you, you look at starlight and she's so sorry for him, but, but you totally see why he does it. Yeah. And then you look at, you look at Kimiko and you see how happy yeah. she is to have mm -hmm. lost her powers. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 To That's Dennis's point nuts. though, some, I, I'm trying to think someone has a big player is going to die, whether it's Homelander or one of the boys, but you know, not all of them are right. Given the season I, four thing, 
I think it's going to be Soldier Boy. I think they're going to. Yeah. I think they're going to try to use Soldier Boy mm-hmm. to, to to team up to, to mm-hmm. team up Homelander. They're going to realize that he was never somebody that they could trust in the first place. Right. He was basically the model for Homelander. For Homelander, right? Yeah. 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 So because the, the similarities are huge. Yeah, Especially exactly. After this episode, dude the the face acting that that guy did walking down the street of New York and Again, reacting to all the people that he saw. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's that was the real life Captain America coming back. That's yes. exactly what would happen. Yeah, yeah, he was shocked and appalled by everything he saw out there. Like he saw two men hugging or holding hands. He saw uh, people wearing hijabs. He saw a radio just out and about, just playing Russian music. And he was flabbergasted by all of it. And he just like, oh, you're right. That's 100% what a real Captain America type person. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're we're so lucky to have the Steve Rogers we got in the MCU because, ooh, that guy is woke beyond his years for sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is this is the if he was real, and it's it's pretty funny. Um, I I was telling the guys last week because I actually ended up reading a few issues of the comic that first introduced Soldier Boy uh, last week, and he's an incredibly different character in the comics. Uh, basically, he's just a joke. He's he basically talks like uh, Robin from like the old Adam West shows. He's like. <laughs> golly gee homelander you know that kind of character where he's just like he's completely subservient uh to homelander in every way and stuff and so i think they're obviously they went in a very different direction with with uh with dean uh with dean from supernatural um he's going he's got dean yeah that's not the character for him yeah no it's not and i i'm really loving this character so far Mm -hmm. but you know you can see that Billy and crew, they don't have this guy under control. And no. so I think no. I think as soon as this guy gets in a room with Homelander, if they're allowed to talk, they're just going to... Yeah, the egos team. are just going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to either team up and, and then somebody else is going to have to kill one of them. Well, the way I yeah. see it going is they're going to try to keep Soldier Boy tame for the next few episodes, but... Soldier Boy's powers, he has the extremist from Iron Man, where he can just combust. So the way I but see he, it going is he also at, seems to remove remove yes, people's remove, powers. Remove people's him. powers. But as they try to keep him in check, he will just keep combusting, creating collateral damage to the point where they do finally get that home front or homelander confrontation, but at what cost, you know, if you killed a hundred civilians along the way. Like, was that worth it to kill Homelander? No, that's all how they spin well, it at Vought. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It but was, that's why they had that whole scene with Homelander being Homelander to, to kind of say, to appeal to that side, but also to show that there are people that, yeah, want, want him to be the, yeah, I'm, I'm a super white guy and proud of it. And like, yeah. Like what, what mother's milk. I'm going uh, I'm I'm to cut that and just put that out as a single clip of just Clark yeah. saying that. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that, yeah. that is so contextual. That's, that's right there. 
Exactly. We'll probably That's get a lot of views on from both both parties. So. From the storm chasers, the storm yeah. chasers are going to be big fans <laughs> of that one. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? No, I think. Uh, I mean, I think. I think the thing is, and and I don't want to be. I don't. I don't know that I want to be wrong about this, but um, I don't think Homelander's dying for multiple seasons. No, I think no. I think he's yeah. too good of a villain, and yeah. I think I think the show has a really, it's a really good cadence of build, 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 and then pull back at the very end. They for some reason they find a new reason for Homelander to just chill out and wait for a while because and of, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, oh, we're, because we're they, get President they pulled. Uh, yeah, exactly uh, that. Yeah. I mean, he literally was yeah. running the playbook. You know what I mean. So I don't think it's out of out of the realm of believability that he would become president in that yeah. universe. So I think I think this character. I, I'm afraid for the show without Homelander in it, because the boys need Homelander. They need right. him to exist, like because nobody else is in any way the threat that Homelander is. And at this point, I don't think anybody else could ever be as, I, I don't think the word is charming, but I'm using the word charming <laughs> to describe home. Persuasive? You know I mean? uh, no, 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 I mean, no. I mean, I mean, as far as like entertainment values for, for, for mustache twirling, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you need, like he's become such an important part of your viewing experience of that show that like, I don't think. I don't like, you know, the, the story, the, the, you know, the, the trope is always the hero is only as good as a villain. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's why I like watching the boys because Man, he's so good because he's so good. Right. Uh, and like, right. Even I the people he thought the, were, but you're, the, yeah, the people he thought he was their his allies. Nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes that mm-hmm. guy. But you're exactly right. They have to have the something to keep him in check because it used to be the video. Or it used to be Vaught, and those are now all both gone. So they, they have to have something. I mean, they, you get a situation in, where they they strip in, him of his powers. Yeah, but he's but president. No. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. No. I don't think that guy loses his powers. The second that guy loses his powers, he's dead. Mm-hmm. He's dead. He's yeah. dead. Somebody there, there's too many enemies. No, oh, so, they, they, they so, can kill it. You don't think they can kill a president in this universe? Heck yeah. yeah. Like superpowered, are, are you forgetting yeah. Victoria Newman? She killed a bunch of people, the senators, a, and yeah, yeah, at a congressional hearing. Mm-hmm. By the way, I rewatched that scene last week, and it was the coolest thing ever. Rewatching it, knowing that it's her, she literally looks at every single person right before their head pops, uh, but she does it in a scared like. Like she 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 fakes scared every time she looks at them, and it's it's a really well shot scene to to like so that you can connect the dot later, and go back and watch it and be like wow that's so cool that it was her fault every time, um, but yeah I just I don't think they can afford to have uh, Homelander lose his powers because it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work, um, but in fairness though like. I'm pretty sure that character is still alive in the comics too. Like he is not. Yeah. 
he like he's as important in in that you know as as the yeah, comics is still going yes yep and he's still in the comics yeah he's still in the comics dude um he ain't going away he ain't going away he's too he's too important to the comic so anyways uh was there anybody else that we wanted to talk about uh little nina i still don't know what's going on with that character sometimes i feel like they bring a character into the into the season just to occupy space and time i feel like that's what she is but i'd like her to be more than that like um because uh, yeah i don't know how far down the rabbit hole she's going to make frenchie go uh or if kimiko is going to follow but the jury's still out for me on little nina which is kind of a bummer because we just finished episode five and i still just don't know how i'm supposed to feel about this character um what about you guys? Any any other characters that you, you want to talk about before? As we go? I'm I'm be me having the the one little hope of optimism is I'm I'm hoping for Frenchie and Kimiko. <laughs> you know, <sighs> I know, but they're they're, they're gonna. I, I wonder gonna I wonder what the Newman thread thread leads to of her giving her daughter V. Um, you know, she kind of made that deal with Homelander, but I don't I don't think we're done with her. You know, she had a pretty strong power set, and he even we're, said, "We're like, not, that's, we're not done." No, yeah. but but yeah. he challenged her, like, "You should do it. I want to see what happens." Yeah, and she didn't. But I don't, I don't think that means that doesn't mean that she can't, because she's not dumb. She's not yeah. dumb. She's not, she's gonna not gonna, gonna murder. It. You know what? How do you explain that crime scene to the cops? That Homelander's to the, dead to in the your, country, your bathroom. No, right? I'm saying in your bathroom floor, like with with his head exploded. <laughs> Like you don't you don't explain that. So yeah, she's not she's not dumb. If she's ever gonna try it, it's gonna be somewhere, you know, where she can't be blamed for it at all by anybody who doesn't know she's in. You know, it's not in the know. We should we should but have yeah. a, a bingo card about how else can they blow up a body? Oh man, I don't <laughs> think I don't think you could fit all the ways just in a bingo card. We got the it butt. Is, we got the pee hole. What other holes? Uh, ear, the nipples, ears. Yeah. Nose, okay. Mouth. Okay. Um. Uh, pores. Uh, we got the mouth, kind of right. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. By the way, kind of related that uh, you know, like they seem to be prepared to knock out Soldier Boy because they saw in the video that he can be knocked out. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that with mean the, with the a, gas? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that mean there's a way to kill him through his respiratory system? I feel like that. Yeah. Like if the gas affects him, why wouldn't it poison? Yeah. If it can knock him out, why not kill him? But yeah, shooting the exactly. AK 47 down his throat was pretty darn brutal. Oh, yeah, that's pretty rough. That was amazing. Yeah. I loved watching that. Yeah. It was good because he still cool. had the pain. That's what mm-hmm. he's not Superman. And that he's... guy tried to stab him in the freaking eyeball. Mm-hmm. Like, that was uh so yeah, for anybody who hasn't watched the boys, you should really check it yeah. out because it's the most violent. And then ever. watch Miss Marvel. Do it in reverse. Uh, I wish <laughs> I could watch them in reverse. Actually, I did. I started rewatching Miss Marvel today and it, it definitely got me in a lighter mood because the boys is the boys is rough, but I I like that ride. I think for me it's kind of like it's the lighter version of Breaking Bad. Like 
if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, you would See, know you'll never watch Breaking Bad again. I am finally watching Breaking Bad. That's I'm rough, halfway, man. I know. I know it is, but there's too many, you know, I want I want to get into the business. There's too many people. It's like, you got to watch Breaking Bad. There's too many examples of good television of, of stuff. So I'm, I'm halfway through season one. I will watch Breaking Bad. And I'm watching it from the perspective of how are they editing this how are they how are they growing the character how are they writing this and it's you know it's it's a brilliant show if so, you're only on season one i know it, i know it's a ride i know it's a ride yeah. and that's why i feel like the boys is the is the lighter version of that in the uh in the boys still i still have like the glimmer of hope every time i watch the boys like you know like you were saying like you you want to believe Maybe that canary gets out of it alive or something like that. You know, some something good happens. Maybe Kimiko and Frenchie go off and to Marseille, Marseille, and who knows? Uh, but with Breaking Bad, eventually you realize this this never, yeah, it's never, <laughs> never gonna get good. Never. And gonna the other thing happy. about the boys for me is always gonna be anything with Carl Urban. I'm there. I love him. Yeah, I, he's I, amazing. He's, he's so great. Yeah, I would be afraid of them losing Butcher before Homelander, but I feel like that's a more real possibility, unless they get powered at some point soon. Like with it, by season four, I think. They I think he's going to take so much temp V, it's going to just start clicking in, mm-hmm. and he can't maybe. control it. I yeah, like maybe. his little moment he has in Mother's Milk and explaining to like why Mother's Milk is on the team because Billy is an asshole and he knows it. And he's a leader, but he knows that he can't lead a team without Mother's Milk. Yeah. And that's some like next level self-awareness that I strive oh, yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Billy is an incredibly self-aware human being. Yeah. And that's what's troubling, right? Is that he can literally sit in a room with Queen Maeve and tell her that he he won't feel good about this living in this world until she's dead along with every other soup out there and she can just be there drunk and say like yeah like she like that's nuts that he's like he's comfortable saying that like he like that's truly what he believes and he's a man of conviction for sure and that's scary right and they think that's what makes him such a great foil to homelander and vice versa like the the two of them are are two peas of the same pot yeah, uh, they're just, you know, I think you're supposed to root for Billy. I think, I think, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I think we should probably be wrapping this up. But we can t- we can chat more if you want uh, in the in the soapbox, which is gonna we're gonna do right after this. But um, I just wanted to say thanks to Clark and Ricky for nerding out with me today. Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss the latest super news, uh, more of the boys, and. Uh, you know what? Episode three of Miss Marvel mm-hmm. with our special guest Mikey, and you know who knows? Maybe he'll even bring yeah, Dev. Yeah, we might even talk about the end of Obi Wan. We might, we might do that. It's going to be over next week. Yeah. Uh, also, thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth, and to our audience for tuning in. If you had fun, please remember to like and subscribe, and check us out on Patreon for our after show, the um, soapbox, starting in a few moments. By the way, I let Frank do his 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 classic. You know, like and subscribe thing last week. Mm-hmm. Oh man, still has it. Oh, he still got it. It oh, was the man. best. You should check it out. It was the best one last week's. I'm not. We gonna should just clip it, it and make it a video. 
<laughs> it, well, I can't make that a video, but uh, it's great. And then Clark, uh, if you got any place uh, you want people to, anything you want people to know about or anything to follow, yeah, feel free mm -hmm. to shout out right now. Absolutely. I'm, I'm building stuff. Next time I'm on, I'm going to have stuff for you. So All right. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm in a building period right now. We start charging next time. <laughs> <Building period. laughs> I mean, it's a nice season. And uh, maybe if I have a bunch of prints left over next week, I'll, I'll turn this last spot into a commercial where I just sell all my leftover totally. prints. I'm, like, awesome. I'm like, buy now, right now, call today. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's all we got for right now. Uh, for anybody coming to that art show tomorrow, see you there. If not, see you next time on Den Excelsior, True Believers. Enough said. See you.